Over the past three or four weeks, I have been absolutely astounded at how many times I have found myself thinking I know why someone is behaving towards me in a certain way and that I know what's going on. And the most important thing that I can say is, first of all, that there is the word think in there for, and that is not an accident because that is really all it is. I am thinking that I know, uh, and and I and in, in almost all cases, I don't know. In fact, I could also go as far to say that I have no way to know whether I know or not, and that's really not even what's important. I know that sometimes there can be satisfaction in feeling like we are right. If we end up finding out, we suspect somehow that someone's behaving toward us in a certain way, and we become aware of it. And it's very easy to believe that uh, that I you know that I know why this is, and that I can understand it enough to speculate on it like this. Uh, for me, it has really been something that has led to nothing beneficial for me. Uh, the only thing that it really has led to is a lot of unnecessary suffering. The degree to which I have suffered depends on how invested I am in believing what I am thinking about somehow about these speculations about why someone is treating me a certain way or behaving a certain way. Uh, And not to say that people are always doing things to me. It may be in a lot of cases people are just behaving how they're behaving and I just happen to be interacting with them. But as someone who has struggled all of their life with sensitivity And really, whether it's conscious or unconscious, really being plugged into the tone of people's voice, the way that they respond to certain things. Uh, I've always just been someone that's really, as a recovering people pleaser, I have really tuned into the subtleties of how people communicate and how they convey uh, what it is that that I think that they are feeling about me. Uh, or how it is affecting their behavior that may or may not have anything to do with me at all. So after saying all that, what I wanted to mention is that it is also unbelievably mind-blowing how far I can take this if I'm not aware, if I'm not paying attention uh, to my mind and recognizing that I am beginning to have thoughts about why someone is treating me or behaving a certain way towards me. Uh, I can get really, really caught up in it really, really quickly. It's, it's clearly has been, is, it has been and is one of my core struggles. What has changed over the years, I can say honestly and truly that I don't, I probably don't do this any less. Uh, I've not been able to quote unquote self-improve to the point that I don't have to struggle with this as much. There's been less struggle with it generally But that has only been for one very important reason, and that has been that if I just happen to stay aware uh, and and really just focus on the one place that uh, this ultimately begins or has its genesis in, and that is right here between my ears, so to speak. If I can just recognize that when this happens, I can't stop it from happening. Uh, It's very, I've been in the habit all of my life of interpreting people's behavior. 
I don't think I'm any good at it. I don't think it's a skill that I have. And I could get really caught up in trying to figure out why, if this is not something I have a lot of skill in, why I have continued to rely on this so much, why I have bought into this so much and really put it placed any value whatsoever on my meaningless speculations about other people's behavior. So if I can, all I really have to do is just be aware. And when the, the first thought comes online and I had several, and I really don't even know why it just, this has happened several and maybe this is just a pattern. Maybe it's just, you know, certain things that have triggered things from, from the past, certain, uh, you know, old stored memories, uh, similarities to situations that I had found myself in before. I don't even really want to spend any time or energy analyzing that or trying to figure out why it has happened so much, but it has. And each time that I have found myself in this place, thankfully, as a result of practicing mindfulness, and this is not something that you have to practice for decades before it begins to yield any benefit. I just know for me, this is one of those areas of my life that has been one of my core struggles. This is something that I could literally in the past, before I practiced having the ability to be aware that I was thinking in a certain way about what I was feeling in my body or feeling emotionally, and then turning it into a belief based on my experience of someone else's behavior, either towards me directly or indirectly. Uh, and in some cases, the directly, when I say directly, uh, that may really just be uh, what I am thinking about it. I'm, I may think that they're behaving that way directly towards me, but it may have nothing to do with me. And each time this has happened, I realized that it wasn't long before whatever it was that I believed was happening, uh, I was completely living my life as if that was what was happening. I had internalized that belief. And that to me is what is so incredible about the human brain is that how quickly I can internalize a belief, how, how quickly it sets in stone and it becomes something that I will literally lean on and uh, that it to me, once I have that belief, it can it can be beyond question. I've convinced myself that this is this person is behaving towards me in a certain way. This must be happening. I must have done this. I must not have done that. I, you know, I don't know. But I've determined that this is the way that I think that it is. And I have found in a lot of cases that I, you know, my behavior towards them going forward once I begin this process, it's amazing how I will either avoid people, uh, I will be extra careful around people, because I think somehow that something that I've said or done or not not done has affected them in a certain way. And so I will begin to compensate for that in a certain way. If I think that I'm bothering someone, then I won't ever reach out again. I won't ever make any efforts again. If I think that something specifically that I do gets on people's nerves or they don't like it or don't appreciate it, without them ever saying it, I can begin to alter my behavior accordingly. And the saddest, saddest part of all is that every time that I adjust my own behavior, I am literally doing this according to nothing 
but a belief that has been formed in my head based on a thought that I had about some feeling, some emotional experience that I had uh, and how my brain, you know, in, in terms of pattern recognition, began to recognize somehow that this is what was going on with someone based on their behavior. So in other words, what I'd say there is based on me interpreting their behavior. I really don't want to spend the rest of my life and what, what uh, precious time and energy I have left in the what I call the behavior interpretation business or the behavior analysis business. What I really want to be able to do is to be able to just be with people and to be able to just be however I am in any, any specific moment that I find myself with other people. And I don't want to carry these beliefs with me because all they are is it's almost like in a way I'm carrying this huge heavy bag over my back uh, or a knapsack or whatever you might call it. And I'm carrying these just these canisters. And I, I know this is an old outmoded reference, but for me, this just this speaks of my age. I think of canisters of film, you know, of, of actual camera film where all these movies have been have been filmed. And I've continued to carry them around because I believe that that's reality because somehow I've convinced myself that it's reality. And the only way I've been able to do that, and it seems revolutionarily simple to say it, is that I have thought that. And then at some point after thinking that or having an internal reaction to something external, that I begin to automatically form a belief about it. And I'm convinced that somehow this person, you know, I've done something to upset them, disappoint them, whatever the case may be, didn't measure up to their expectations. Uh, and it's all done without ever getting any feedback from them. It's all, it is all just a very much a one-sided affair. And it is certainly not fair to them, nor is it fair to me. And for some reason, I just finally recognized that I had taken a pretty big chunk of my own consciousness uh, out of, or, or my own life and was beginning to uh, to input these kinds of beliefs into how I was going to uh, to uh, interact with these people uh, where I had decided that I knew why they were acting a certain way towards me and I have had so many times over the years where I have literally finally said something or found out that it, what I thought was was not at all what I thought had been happening was not happening at all. I can get so wrapped up in thinking that someone is disappointed with me or uncomfortable with me or unhappy with me that no matter what they do, I have, I've convinced myself that this is the way that it is. And the only thing that I can do, because I can't stop myself from, from having thoughts, uh, you know, like all human beings, I carry around a lot of, of, of previous programming uh, a lot of what they refer to as pattern recognition uh, in my mind through the process of living as a human being and having all of these experiences. But as long as I can resist the urge, and it's easier said than done, resist the urge to believe something just because I'm thinking it. And I, before long, I realized that if I begin to believe something, and I can only really do that when I'm not paying attention to the fact that I'm beginning to create this belief. I can only get carried away with my thinking and get kind of in a trance of thought when I'm not paying attention to the fact that I am. I'm somewhere else 
if I'm not here watching my mind, being aware of what's going on, and being a witness to it, or being an observer to it, and carving out that little bit of headspace to be able to realize that I'm not that, just because my mind thinks, kind of like the old, the, the old philosopher uh, who said, I think, therefore I am. Uh, I know that that is not the case for me. And the only way I've ever been able to learn that has been through practicing mindfulness. And it is something that has changed my life in ways that I can't even begin to imagine. Uh, and But I also feel like at the same time, I do want to say that it has not made me immune to getting in my own way. It has not uh, you know, made me perfect where I don't struggle with some of the same things over and over again. I actually do struggle with some of the same things over and over again, and it's because I'm human. I don't have to brute force or will myself never to engage in these or any other self-defeating behaviors anymore. I don't have to, to utilize time and energy doing that because I can simply live life each moment as it unfolds and recognize that these things are going to happen because I'm human and because I'm not perfect and I'm, there's no way for me to reprogram myself in a certain way. So my fail-safe, if there is one, is simply engaging in the act of being still, taking the time to practice being aware of what's going on in my mind so that when I don't have time or energy to do that or, I don't, or I'm not in a place in life, I'm in the middle of life while it's all happening, then I can, can more deeply trust in my own ability to catch myself when I begin to get carried away with these kinds of thoughts about not only what I've spoken about today, but about so many different things. And as someone who has always struggled with human relations, hum, struggled with human interactions, with uh, communicating with other people, and it has been, and this is, did not take any thought on my part or, or any analysis, uh, it's just something that because I've been here for the past 30 years paying attention and, and watching myself do this to, to myself over and over again, the beautiful part is that while I recognize it, uh, while I know that this isn't the last time it's going to happen, the beautiful part is that I ultimately can know and trust in the fact that because I have practiced engaging in a way of being aware of it, Hopefully, I won't spend too much more uh, precious time or energy carrying these thoughts with me and, and letting them cement into beliefs. And I won't begin to uh, develop an identity and really cling to it and be attached to it as the person whom someone is behaving towards me in a certain way because I'm somehow the guy that did this or didn't do this. And it really free, it's really freed me up to actually not be afraid to be who I am. And that's one of the things that I will say, uh, last thing I will speak about here in this moment is that because of, uh, as a way of trying to uh, brute force self-improvement, what I would do is I would not really let myself be whoever I am. I would actually suppress that. And I would always be careful about looking at other people's behavior and trying to analyze it in the moment and quote unquote behaving accordingly. And I know at the end of the day, that's not me being genuinely, authentically who I am. It is me kind of, quote unquote, working the room. 
uh, or in some cases, it's me manipulating other people and letting them see whom I think they want to see, not who they're actually seeing and who they're actually experiencing. It is so incredibly freeing to no longer have to do that. Do I once in a while catch myself trying to do that because I think I need to do it? Absolutely. But there again, if I can just stay here in the present moment, back here at home, so to speak, back here to, you know, returning back to center, returning back to the present moment where it's all happening, then I can not be afraid that it will happen again. And I know that if I'm not trying to be a certain person acting in a certain way, then I can trust that I can be whoever I am. And I don't even really need to divine who I am. I don't even really need to take on an identity. I'm just simply who I am in any given moment with any given person or a group of people. And I can trust in my own ability to, uh, to just simply be here with them And if things come up in my mind, if there are uh, concerns that I begin to have, or if my mind starts running away with itself, you know, believing that somehow uh, I'm experiencing some kind of behavior that means something, I, uh, I don't have to necessarily go down that rabbit hole, so to speak. Of course, I do want to be aware. I mean, I want to be here and recognize, you know, interpersonal cues, I think is what they refer to that as. But at the same time, I don't want to be so hyper-focused on that, that that I, all I'm doing is mechanically responding, trying to get whatever it is I think is the acceptable response. There, there no longer is an acceptable response. There's just whatever response that there is. And uh, I realize that it's safe for me to be who I am uh, as long as I can trust that I'm not going to get carried away believing that I know why people are behaving towards me a certain way and, and really truly believing that I know what they're thinking and I know how they feel about me because in almost, almost all cases, I know I'm wrong. Even if I get lucky once in a while and I'm right, it is a really hollow victory because ultimately at the end of the day, uh, it, I, I'm really, it doesn't put me in a position to change, affect any change or to do anything positive about it because I'm too busy thinking about it and reacting to it. I'd much rather be here and be open to, uh, to, you know, be to opening up to the recognition that maybe it is happening, but that's okay. I, I can trust that in any moment where I need to address that, I can address it. And all I really need to do is just what mindfulness practice has allowed me to do. And it can, it can allow anyone who practices this to just keep coming back here and over and over again. Yes, there's going to be thought. Yes, there's going to be beliefs. But ultimately, it is practicing returning back here again and again and again. Much less suffering.